Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Script Brother Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is September 1st, 2021, and it is currently 2.23 on a Wednesday morning. I'm up late doing all my stuff. You know the way it is. You know the deal. If you follow my podcast, I'm a night owl. What can I say, right? No apologies. But guess what? You know, yesterday morning, I got up at 5 a.m. like all you normal folks, and I had an early sunrise. Well, not really a sunrise wedding. I got up by sunrise, and I uh, headed down to Ko'olina to do a morning wedding at 8 (laughs) a.m. I got some great shots. I wasn't half awake. I was wide awake like normal folks, Uh, but I still didn't enjoy it. I came back home. (laughs) I went to bed. Until at around 2 p.m. I think I got up at the crack of noon. Why don't we say that? And then went back to bed. And uh, he went for a bike ride after. Came back home and uh, did more work. And here I am, still working. I love to work at night, right? Anyway, I'm going to turn this music fully down. How is your day going, everyone? How is your weddings going? I know a lot of you out there listening to my podcast um, have weddings planned with my company, and a lot of you out there are part of my wedding forum out there, and they're, and they're just looking for answers right now, and I'm hoping to, uh, to maybe answer some of the concerns that you have out there. Um, I, I tell you what, this pandemic is driving me completely crazy, but it's our politicians that are driving me more crazy. So um, this podcast is going to kind of update you, well, first of all, I want to start off um, uh, talking about COVID in general, the vaccines in general, to give you a, a very honest, um, not even an opinion, an honest view of how these vaccines work, uh, if they are dangerous, if they are not dangerous. Uh, just to let you know, I do know what I'm talking about here. You know, Again, I'm not a doctor, right? I'm, I'm not a doctor at all, uh, but I am surrounded by people who know a lot more things than me. And these are doctors, people who are epidemiologists. I belong to a close Facebook group uh, that, you know, I guess are doctors who who actually uh, fight COVID on the front line. And um, I want to share with you everything that they've been sharing, I I guess, to me. And uh, the thing about it is that they can't share a lot of the things that they want to share out there because they're basically censored. You know, their social media accounts are taken down from, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and even their, some of their web pages are taken down. They're not even allowed to have a web page because what they have to say goes directly against the mainstream media narrative, uh, what Dr. Fauci's narrative, even though what they say is all supported by science, okay? Now, you may have a different opinion, of them, but I'm just going to tell you what they tell me, and I will basically plagiarize from their mouth and make it flow through mine as, as best as I can remember, and you can take whatever I say with a grain of salt, all right, because I am, again, just a person with one man's opinion, and after all, that's kind of what science is all about, right? So we're going to talk about COVID, and my entire uh, I guess, reason to, to educate you about COVID and these vaccines right now is because a lot of things have changed. 
a lot of things have changed. And uh, this will directly also affect your wedding. So if, if you are planning a wedding with me or, or out there, or you know, planning your own wedding, we're going to get into how this actually affects your wedding planning in the future. And uh, to let you know, it's all good news. It's really, really all good news, right? Now, some of it is very frustrating news because our government has, uh, you know, decided to shut down portions of our, 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 our because our economy, uh, mainly our tourism and our wedding economy, uh, because they think that will actually aid the spread of COVID, even though there's actually no proof of it. Okay, there was one wedding out of the maybe ten or fifteen thousand weddings that went on that actually had an outbreak of seventeen cases. Out of those seventeen, out of those seventeen cases, one person died, and that person who died had major, major underlying conditions from what we hear. Uh, what exactly were those underlying conditions? They won't tell us because, again, it's none of our business, that doctor-patient confidentiality thing. They really do honor it. But at the same time, they want to know if you're vaccinated or not. Or not. That's kind of weird, right? You know, They won't tell us that information, but they want to know if you took the shot or not. I thought that would be considered doctor-patient confidentiality too. It should just make any sense, right? Hmm. I mean, do they want to know what all the shots that I took in my life? Even I don't know that, right? So let's get start. Let's let's get starting. Let's get started on COVID right now. So the bad news is that it looks as though with this Delta variant, that herd immunity is not going to be able to uh, is, is not going to be able to be accomplished. Okay, it, it, herd immunity is now a fictional narrative. You can't get herd immunity. So what is herd immunity? Well, it it basically means that enough people will be vaccinated, I guess, in the community, or actually the enough people have been infected and um, in, infected and uh, recovered to the point where the virus won't be allowed to spread, especially to the vulnerable. Now, that most likely won't happen. Now, the reason why that won't happen is because this Delta variant is very, 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 very contagious. Um, this COVID virus, the Chinese who manufactured it, my God, it is, <laughs> they did a good job. Now, why is it lethal to you? Why is it lethal to humans? Well, it's only lethal, first of all, to some humans, right? Especially those with underlying conditions. Now, you know, there's a list right now. Um, I'm going to pull it up later on after I get back from the break of what those under, which underlying conditions, I guess, are most make you the most vulnerable. And the odds are you don't have those underlying conditions. But even with that being said, the only reason why this coronavirus is more deadly than others is because it is novel, which means, you know, again, um, it, you know, your, your body, it's foreign. You're, this is a bat coronavirus. It's not a human coronavirus. If it was a human coronavirus, it would be no problem, right? So for bats, it's no problem. It doesn't even harm them. It's like a common code. But because the Chinese took that DNA, that bat DNA, or not bat, that bat, that coronavirus RNA virus, right? And they actually mutated and, you know, they, they tweaked it to gain function. They, they basically made it leap, leapfrog years of uh, evolution to make it, to, to bring it fruish, to, to fruition what it is now. And they made it, <laughs> you know, very, very transmissible to humans. So that's where, you know, <laughs> the wrench gets thrown into the entire, you know, picture right here. So that's the problem. Now, what's happening now is that 
this Delta variant is very, very contagious. And um, the, the vaccines that we have right now are not very effective at containing the Delta virus. And um, first of all, the mRNA vaccines and any of these vaccines, they were never, ever invented with the, with the idea that this will prevent infection and this will actually prevent you from spreading COVID. That was never the intention. The intention of creating this vaccine, the intention of this vaccine was to lessen the severity of the symptoms of COVID-19. That's it. Now, Dr. Fauci and the whole CDC and the NIH, they lied to us. They completely lied to us. They said that this would prevent the spread of COVID. This would pre- uh, prevent the, the transmission of COVID, right? And also uh, prevent you from getting COVID. And that was a bold-faced lie. Now, why, why, why can we say it's a bold-faced lie? Because, first of all, COVID is a respiratory, uh, I guess, virus, right? It, it enters in through your nose. And it starts infecting your ACE2 receptors, uh, you know, through your lungs and through your nose. And once it gets into the bloodstream, that's when your antibodies can start working. But because it can, it can infect your airways first, that's why there's a lot of breakthrough cases. Now, it may be true that before, you know, on the, this coronavirus, the original forms, they weren't as, they, it wasn't as efficient as infecting a person, but now it really, really is. It really, really, really is. And it's very effective at replicating itself too. So that's, so that's what's happening right now. It's entering into your, air, your airways where there is no antibodies. Remember, your antibodies that are created uh, from this vaccine exist in your bloodstream. They don't exist in your airways, right? So there's nothing it can do. That was always the case from day one, from the day one where you took it. And that's why when they do the nose swab, yeah, there's COVID in there, most likely. Now, the question is that once it does penetrate your, into your bloodstream, that's a good thing because that's when your antibodies can start working. So that's, and this is also the reason why a lot of people who do, who do get infected with COVID, a quote-unquote breakthrough case, well, the severity is not much, not much at all. Uh, my cousin, um, my first cousin, she actually was double vaxxed, right? With I think with the either with the Pfizer or Moderna. I forgot forgot which one. I think it was I think it was Moderna, and um, you know she got infected um, on her trip here to Hawaii. I actually saw her, gave her a big hug while she was infected. Uh, you know, and I, I again I have no fear of it, and I'll tell you why. Uh, but then I kind of knew that she was infected, and I still gave her a hug, right? You know, my dad was also there. He gave her a hug, and we we handled items that were both that we had both had had, uh, had handled, which was her uh, like a pill bottle that we had given her, and. Um, and uh, she she said she was uh, she came down with a slight cold and she wasn't sure if it was COVID and I said it's probably COVID I told her and then she, and then she asked oh why are you hugging me for I said because I and I told her because I know for a fact if you have COVID I'm safe now I'm gonna get into why you, why I think I'm safe and why I also think I got it but 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 here's what happened she goes back home and she tests positive for COVID now what what were her symptoms she had a runny nose and a headache. That's it. Now, some of my other friends, uh, their friends also were doubly vaxxed and they got a little bit runny nose, a little bit of temperature, you know, some got diarrhea and that's it. 
That's really, that's it. And for maybe about a couple of days. I think one person is t- still trying to fight off a cough. That's maybe from a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, again, some people, again, that's the respiratory part of COVID, right? And we know all, we know for a fact that, hey, you know, when you get, when you get sick sometimes, that cough, it sticks around, especially if you're asthmatic. Like for myself before, when I got sick, man, I had that phlegm cough and it would stick around for about a month and a half. I hated it because I love to go karaoke. Um, that's karaoke to you other people, but we call it karaoke here in Hawaii because we roll the R's because that's uh, how you say it in Japanese. But anyway, you know, we, um, we <laughs> I, I lost my voice. And every time I would get sick, I'm like, oh, dude, like I got sick. I can't sing, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I can't sing well, but then I love to go to karaoke, right? But, um, you know, that, that, that was the thing. You, you get sick for about, you know, a, a, week, a month and a half with this cough. And that's what happened with this other guy. He's, he's about three weeks sick and he's still coughing. Uh, you know, not a lot, but just a cough here and there. But he tested negative for COVID, but he still has a cough. And he's doubly vaxxed. But he didn't go to the hospital. That's key. And the vast majority of the people um, here in Hawaii and here across the entire uh, world so far, other than Israel, which tends to, it looks as though for some reason their data is not matching with everyone else's. Uh, but for the vast majority, the people who are in the hospital are not vaccinated. So that's the major thing right now. You know, case counts honestly don't matter if nobody goes to the hospital. You can get sick, it doesn't matter. You get a common code, it doesn't matter, all right? Now, you're probably wondering, uh, you're probably wondering why didn't I not, you know, care that my cousin actually had COVID. Well, first of all, I'm a pretty much a maverick. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, I, I guess I kind of push the envelope, you know, with things, right? So anyway, but I I know for a fact that um, that the treatment that I am on, like I am, I am also fully vaxxed with the Pfizer vaccine. I know for a fact that I have antibodies in my body, and they may not work very well um, against Delta because the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine were specifically designed to fight the other variants, not Delta, right? And that's why the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, they were just, they are designed to, to generate a, a regular immune response, right? So the, the difference between Pfizer and Moderna was that with Pfizer and Moderna, this is mRNA technology. And, and uh, what, what happens is that when you get injected with this vaccine, it, they tell your cells uh, um, to, to, to actually create the COVID spikes or a COVID spike that is very similar to, um, I guess, the, 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 the COVID spike of the old coronaviruses. And then your body creates uh, antibodies that will bind very specifically with these spikes, Okay, but unfortunately, the Delta variant, those COVID spikes are a little different. So the antibodies that we have for Pfizer, Moderna, they don't bind as well to this Delta variant spikes. Okay, they kind of fall off. Now, with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, those are just that's just basically, you know, a weekend, a weekend or or what do we say? Impotent version of COVID-19. They inject that into your body. There's still the COVID spike there, but that's an actual COVID spike, a COVID antigen. And what you're depending on is your immune response. So if you have a really, really good immune system and you have no underlying conditions and everything, well, the thing about it is that your body will create 
a really good antibody toward it that will hopefully bind to that. And that antibody may actually work much better, and we're finding it works much better against the Delta variant than the one than than the the, um, than the Moderna and Pfizer variant uh, antibody. So again, that antibody created by the Johnson and Johnson, uh, I guess, um, shot is much better than the Pfizer and Moderna one. Isn't that interesting, right? Now, why is there a 60% efficacy rate on the Johnson & Johnson one? Well, your immune system has to be a lot stronger, a lot more robust to create a really good antibody. That's the thing. With the Moderna and Pfizer one, your immune system, it doesn't have to be as strong. So that's why they give that um, shot to the older people. All right? If you're younger and healthy, the Johnson & Johnson one may be actually a lot better for you. Okay, so now on top of that, now, remember I told you that the, 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 anti, the antibodies are, are in your blood. They're not in your nose, not in your airways, right? So you're, you are going you know, you to get infected with this Delta variant. Like it or not, you're going to get infected with the Delta variant, right? Well, well what, what happens is that you have, to, you have to wait for it to actually you know, go into your blood for everything to start working. Now, even though... You, you have these antibodies at work, the, the, the virus will still stay in your body for maybe about four to five days. So you have four to five days where this um, COVID-19 variant, uh, Delta variant, has the opportunity to bind with an ACE2 receptor or bind with anything, or even the, you have the opportunity where your, your antibody may fall, actually fall off the damn virus. Now, it, this... The, the antibodies that were created, all they do is neutralize, neutralize the, the ACE, um, hold on, they, they neutralize the COVID uh, virus by binding to the spike. That's all they do. So it, it can't bind to the ACE2 receptor. That's all it does. That's it. It doesn't kill the virus. Now, the virus dies because it can't replicate itself. It can't live and and. You know, it gets lonely after a while, and, and that's why after five days, it's gone. Now, if you don't have that, that antibody, it'll stay in your body for about 11 days, maybe even 12 days, right? Now, what happens is that if you take, if you take um, hydro, um, hydroxychloroquine and zinc, or, or, or like what I'm taking is quercetin and zinc on top of your antibody, now inside of your blood, you actually have something that would destroy the coronavirus, all coronaviruses, even the common cold. So what happens now is that, say corona enters into my bloodstream, right? It enters in through my nose and, and, and it enters into my bloodstream. Well, what happens? Well, now it gets neutralized from my antibodies. And then with the quercetin and zinc, it, it gets destroyed. So it's not going to live, live in my body for five days. It's going to be neutralized and immediately the quercetin will start working on it. And that's it. And that's why I'm very confident that you know, I'm not going to get, you know, this Delta variant or, or I'm, I would say I'm not going to get sent to the hospital. I'm not going to die from it, right? And plus, I'm also very healthy. But now here's the other thing too. Um, the quercetin and zinc, uh, you know, it's what they, it, it, the quercetin is called an ionophore, all right? And I, I talked about this before on my, a lot of my podcasts. If you're not on it, I think you should... Um, Get on it. It's spelled Q U E, Q U E. Hold on, Q U E R C E T I N. All right, and it's an ionophore. 
And what it does is that it splits the cell membrane of the COVID virus, and then it allows the zinc to penetrate it, and zinc is like kryptonite to COVID, okay? And then, and then that's how it works. So again, you have, if you have quercetin and zinc inside of your blood, and then you have this, you know, this antibody that is neutralizing it, now you're basically, you know, you're really, really, really in a good place. Now you can hedge your bets. Now, what else is really cool? Here in Hawaii, finally, finally, I would say finally, they are starting to treat people with COVID. That is amazing. And what is available now for free if you get infected? Regeneron. So what happens that upon infection, upon diagnosis, they're going to inject you with Regeneron now. And now you'll have synthetic antibodies in your body. So you, so if you're vaccinated, you'll have your own antibodies and you have the synthetic antibodies. And if you're on quercetin and zinc, whoa, now you have three layers of protection. So you're good. You know, I'm so glad Hawaii is actually now starting to treat you know, people with COVID. Now we're going to see those numbers come down. And we're going to see the, the hospitalization numbers come down. And that's really good news if you have a wedding now. Because once that's the main thing. Our politicians are mainly concerned with hospitalization numbers, and they're really not concerned with COVID numbers and case counts. Um, they don't say that publicly. They just use that to scare you. Okay, so you know what? I got to take a break, gather my thoughts here, because we're going to go start going into other things about weddings and everything like that. We're going to still talk, talk a little bit more about COVID, um, but exactly why COVID is now turning um, from a pandemic to an endemic, which is actually good news, and uh, why herd immunity is a thing of the past. All right, so I will be right back. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com so that's dream weddings with a s hawaii spelled out dot com all right everyone i hope you're back from that commercial break i am well i gotta be it's my podcast right <laughs> all right i'm gonna turn this down and we'll get back into this now where was i, I was talking about COVID turning to an endemic from a pandemic. So here's the bad news, people. And I don't, I know you don't want to hear this, but listen to me. These vaccines, the NIH, the CDC, Dr. Fauci, everyone, all these doctors, they all lie to you. They lie to me, everything, you know. Um, again, these vaccines, they don't prevent infection, all right? They will not prevent a positive infection because, again, it goes in through your nose. There's no antibodies in your nose whatsoever. It's what, it only works once it gets into your blood. So if you're around there, you breathe in COVID. I'm sorry, you got COVID. You're COVID positive. You're considered a breakthrough case. And you may get sniffles. You may get a headache. You may get diarrhea. You may get a cough because it may penetrate into your airways. But again, you're not going to die if you're vaccinated. It really, really works. And we have to start treating these vaccinations more like a therapeutic than actually a cure for COVID because that's not going to happen. All right. And on top of that, you're going to be able to spread COVID because anything can spread COVID. Anything. 
All right. So when I went to go visit my cousin Eileen, who was COVID positive, she had a bottle of quercetin that we gave her, and uh, she told us, oh, you know, you know, Steve, this. I, as soon as I took this. I felt so much better. Like the next day, I felt so much better, you know, you know. And she kept taking it. And by the time she went back home to California, she was done being sick. She was absolutely done being sick, right? She had no shortness of breath or anything. And, and when she took the test with uh, the test back in California, she took the PCR test. Of course, that may have taken that may that may have uh, she may have tested positive. But you know. Is the virus alive in her body? Absolutely not, because she's she's hundred percent fine, right? So it was neutralized, it was killed. You know, you're looking at maybe dead dead little coronavirus corpses inside of her nose, but again, it worked. But this is what it is. She was a breakthrough case. You know, she could have spread it to me, and she probably did. Now, after I saw her, what did I get? I got a slight headache. I got a runny nose. My nose was running for the entire day. And I loaded up, I loaded up on my quercetin. I took four. I usually take one a day, but I had four or five a day. And the next day, I was just fine. I was completely fine. So again, I may have had COVID. I didn't get tested. It was in and out of my body. And again, for the next couple of days, I felt, you know, so-and-so, you know. But I knew for a fact I, I may have had COVID. More than likely, I did. Because it matched with all the symptoms that she had. And then on top of that, when I saw Pitmaster Keith, you know, he got sick. And I originally thought, you know, I just had, you know, the sniffles. But then my dad got a little sick. And then my mom got a little sick. And Pitmaster Keith got a little sick. So they couldn't be, it couldn't just be, you know, um, an, an allergy attack. Not at all. So we had passed something around. More than likely it was Delta. And all of us are all on quercetin and we're all doubly vaxxed. All right. So everything worked out fine for all of us. That's it. So again, what does an endemic mean? It means that, well, you can throw herd immunity out the window because we're all going to get COVID one way or another. That's it. All right. The question is, is that are you going to go to the hospital or not? Or are you going to die or not from it? And the answer is that, well, if you're vaccinated, we well, have a very, very low chance. If you're vaccinated and have no underlying conditions, you have a Really, really, really low chance, right? And the people who are dying from COVID right now, they're not, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they have to have an underlying condition. So hold on a real quick second. I'm going to read from you, um, I guess, uh, the underlying conditions that they have right now that are, people are dying from. Number one, you have to have pneumonia. That's the number one un underlying condition to die from COVID-19. Not COVID-19 pneumonia, just regular pneumonia. So if you have regular pneumonia and you get COVID-19, tough for you, really, really tough. Respiratory failure. So people who already have some form of respiratory failure and they're actually, uh, and, and you get COVID-19, well, they're going to die. Uh, heart conditions caused by high blood pressure. Diabetes is another one, but diabetes, diabetes is also associated with um, people who are overweight and people who are overweight have breathing problems and respiratory problems. Kidney disease, and uh, there's one more here, hold on a second, vascular and unspecified dementia. Isn't that interesting? That's really, really interesting. So that's what it is right now. If you have those underlying conditions and you're vaccinated, well, you know, you may end up in the hospital no matter what. Now, here's the other thing too. If the vaccines, they really only work really well if your immune system is, is strong. That's the truth. 
So if your immune systems, because again, remember, the vaccines create an immune response. So if you don't get a strong immune response, and that doesn't mean if you get sick or not, but if you don't get a strong immune response, that means your body just didn't create antibodies. And, this, and I know some of you took like the, the shot and you know some of you guys didn't get sick or had no side effects. That doesn't mean you didn't have an immune response, all right? You know, the only way you can tell if you had a strong immune response is if you look under you know, a microscope and look at your bodies and measure your antibodies that way. But for the most part, if you're healthy, more than likely, and you're young, and uh, you're taking all your vitamins, well, more than likely you had a strong immune response. Those who have a weak Im- immune response usually are the very, very elderly. And unfortunately, those are the people who are, you know, who are the most vulnerable. Right now, the average age of those people who are dying of COVID right now are still about 85 years old. Well, the average age of a person in America, the average age of the lifespan, the average death age is 81. So just imagine that. The people who are dying of COVID are actually a lot older. They're, exp- they're living past their expiration date, okay, just to let you know. So how does this affect your wedding? Now, what's happening right now is that, you know, politicians... And this is, this is my philosophy here. You know, politicians have lied to us from the very, very beginning, very, very beginning. And the one thing a politician will not do is admit that they're wrong. I mean, I mean you basically take a look at Joe Biden and this whole Afghan mess, that whole Af- Afghanistan mess. He's out there yesterday, you know, parading around himself, patting on himself on the back as though he did a great, a great job. He didn't. Not at all. You know, not to any extent. And he's trying to twist it as though he did a great job. You know, but the politicians will never say that, well, we lied to you, you know, for a purpose, but, you know, that, you know, the ends justify the means. Now, what's happening here in Hawaii is that I have a feeling that they really don't care about the case count. They don't really care about, all they care about is hospitalizations, right? And, and, and there's a really big truth about it is that if our vaccination rate was upwards toward the 80% or 90% of the population here in Hawaii, COVID will still spread. Now, even if we're up in the close to 100%, that's great. But COVID will still spread. But the vast majority of people will not be going to the hospitals. The hospitals will not be overrun. And you know what? Who cares about what the case count will be if nobody goes to the hospitals, right? That's a big thing, right? And again, Right now, if who cares who goes to the hospitals if the hospitals actually treat their patients? And that was a real big problem, too, that people were getting diagnosed with COVID. They weren't getting treated. And then the doctors would say, well, give us a call when things get worse. And again, things only got worse because they didn't treat it. Big step today. Big, big step today was, again, the hospitals now are treating people with Regeneron which are, which are synthetic antibodies, okay? So how does this differ than regular vaccines? Well, for a vaccine to work, you have to wait about two to three weeks for your body to create the antibodies. With Regeneron, those are synthetic antibodies. So you'll get your, a real high dosage of antibodies that bind to the COVID virus to neutralize it immediately, immediately upon diagnosis, so that's really, really good. So imagine that. You don't have to wait two, three weeks for it to work. You get it right there. You get diagnosed with COVID. You take the shot. Boom. You're good. You're good. You start loading it with the quercetin and zinc. You're good. Right? 
you're really, really good. If you're already vaccinated, you're really, really good. You're, you're resting really, really good. So right now, you're going to see hospitalizations go down. Now, with hospitalizations going down, I do think a lot of these mandates are going to get curbed. All right. Now, just recently, this past week, uh, we saw some really, really gnarly mandates put up by our mayor. And one of the more recent ones, I mean, I fully disagree with this, but if, you're, if you were to go into an entertainment type of venue, a closed, a covered entertainment venue, such as a restaurant, a movie theater, um, a bowling alley, or something like that, uh, not a wedding. Now, if your wedding was at a restaurant, then again, uh, you, you know, you were, were, you were, your wedding would probably have to fall under this rule. But in order to get into that venue, you would have to show proof of vaccination, a full vaccination, or you would have to um, prove that you were negative. Yeah, you uh, you're negative of COVID within the last two days. <laughs> so it's almost like travel. It's almost as though you're someone from the mainland traveling to Hawaii. You have to show a negative PCR test, right? Or you have to show your Vax card. It's just like that. Now, if you go into a supermarket or go to the shopping mall and uh, you don't have to you don't you don't have to what do you call it? like uh, they don't they won't um, ask you for your vax card none whatsoever so what is the mayor trying to do well the mayor is trying to get you vaccinated that's the main thing he's not looking out for your safety i mean he he's looking out for your safety but he doesn't really care about about the spread of covid okay and here's the other thing too he there's this there's this huge lie that those who are unvaccinated are spreading COVID. Everyone's spreading COVID. The unvaccinated and the vaccinated. All right. So unfortunately, because the politicians, the politicians have lied about, you know, who spreads COVID. Well, what, what's happening is that now it's segregated our community. I have friends who don't want to hang out with unvaccinated people because they think those unvaccinated people are putting them in danger. Actually, it's the other way around. The people who are unvaccinated, they're at more in danger because of the vaccinated. Because we could be vaccinated, not even know we're sick or carriers of this, and they can get sick. In fact, one of my friends, she is down with COVID right now. And the last person who, who um, she got infected by a person who was fully vaccinated, had no symptoms of COVID, but tested positive and gave it to her. How do you like that? So again, it's the vaccinated that are putting the unvaccinated more at danger. But again, the unvaccinated, again, should actually, hopefully, take the vaccine to keep themselves safe. Now, not everyone should take the vaccine, but my opinion it is that, you know, if you fall under that category of, you know, where the vaccine is safe for you, then you should take it. Or if, or if you fall into the category where you are, uh, I guess, your underlying health conditions, you know, you should actually take it. There's some of you out there who I don't think should take it, like people who have been infected with COVID. I have a friend who's been infected with COVID twice, one with the original variant and one with the Delta. Now, why should she have to take it or he have to take it, right? It, it, it's, it doesn't make any sense. In fact, you know, the funny thing is that <laughs> when you're infected with a Delta variant, now you've created an antibody that can bind really well with the Delta variant. If you take the mRNA vaccine, 
those antibodies you create won't bind really well with the Delta variant. And yet they want you to be vaccinated. <laughs> Does that make any sense whatsoever? Those who have been infected with the Delta variant and actually um, have the antibodies, they're, they are donating still yet their convalescent plasma to help those in the hospital fight off COVID. Yet they have to be vaccinated so their bodies can create antibodies that are worse off than, than the, uh, the other variant. Again, remember, the Johnson & Johnson, they're injecting an old variant of COVID into your body. The, 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 the Moderna and the Pfizer, those are creating old, uh, I guess, fake COVID spikes inside your body. Old, old co- fake COVID spikes. Not the new Delta variant ones. This new one, this new one, if you're already recovered, you have better immunity against reinfection of the Delta than if those who got doubly vaxxed. So it doesn't make any sense to me. So that's where the bureaucracy comes into, into play, right? So what does this have to do with your wedding? Well, right now, I see um, more people getting vaccinated, number one, okay? Uh, even though I, I disagree with, the, uh, with what's happening, these, these policies, well, it's going to lead to a lot more people getting vaccinated. And again, uh, you're going to see these vaccination rates go up and the hospitalization rates go down, um, especially for two things. Now, again, they're using Regeneron and more people will become vaccinated. So within the next month or so, m- month or two, you know, you're going to see hosp- you, you may see a lot of infections going up, but case counts aren't going to aren't going to matter. And again, who cares about the case counts if if um, if we can keep everyone out of the hospital? All right. So that's when COVID turns to an endemic. It's going to be a point where everybody's going to have COVID one way or another. And even those who who are, you know, for example, have um, gotten infected with COVID, like me, more than likely, have gotten infected with COVID while while actually um, vaccinated, a breakthrough case. Well, that's like a booster shot too. So why would we have to be required to take booster shots? Shoot, we just got the Delta variant, right? So that's what I think it's going to become. You know, you're, you're either going to be vaccinated and get the Delta variant or be unvaccinated. It's your choice. And that's where we are. So I would see the economy, you know, keeping open. And, and I think we should see the end to COVID maybe uh, probably November this year, really, really November this year, especially with the, the Delta variant, you know, really just spreading to everyone. And again, this, become, this will become more of an endemic um, thing where now we can treat COVID, and the newer technology that's coming out to fruition uh, is going to be led by the, these synthetic antibodies. Again, these synthetic antibodies, um, there's one a company called Centivax, uh, uh, who is run by Dr. Jacob Glanville. And he's a really, really good computation, computational immunologist and has created synthetic antibodies that bind to these COVID spikes really, really, really well. And it's so good that, well, Say, for example, um, you feel that uh, you're going to go on a trip, come to Hawaii, you can just head down to, the, uh, uh, head down to your doctors, get a free shot of this, of this stuff, and you'll be immune to, from, from, uh, to COVID for about, about eight months or so, or maybe three to four months. You know, it really depends if they're going to do their trial tests, on, trial tests and see how well it works. And those who get infected with COVID, well, all you need is shot, need a shot in an arm. You don't, you don't need a vaccine. And you're on your way. You're on your merry, merry way. <laughs> That's it. It's going to be that easy. Oh, my God, I tested positive. Okay, give me a shot. I'm done. You know, nobody's dying of COVID. You're right. Nobody whatsoever. 
And uh, again, if you can treat, if you can treat the, this coronavirus, there's no need to panic, none whatsoever. Uh, remember the AIDS epidemic? Uh, Dr. Fauci at that time was pushing uh, a vaccine. Well, <laughs> we have no vaccine for AIDS right now, but we know how to treat it really, really, really well. So if you can treat AIDS really well, like full-blown AIDS, like Charlie Sheen has full-blown AIDS, and know that, hey, he's not going to die of AIDS like how you know people were before, well, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, Charlie Sheen can actually have unprotected sex and still not pass on the AIDS virus to his partner. Isn't that incredible, right? And that's where we're, where we're going to go. So do I think um, in the, right now, it sucks right now because, uh, man, I, the, what's happening right now with here in Hawaii and I think throughout the entire, I guess, state is that politicians are trying to find ways to force people to get, to get, um, to get vaccinated because there's so much there's so much wrong information out there about the vaccines. Like, you know, there's five, you know, people get 5G in their arm and, you know, or, you know, this thing alters your DNA, which it doesn't, um, you know, RNA is, it was, is within the cell membrane, not in the nucleus. DNA res, resides in the nucleus, not in your cell membrane. So the RNA does not get into your nucleus, number one. So there's no way it can change your DNA. Um, uh, just to let you know. Um, so, there's all this wrong information out there about how these like you know little robots in you and then you're gonna be you know activated and it's gonna kill you um, that these vaccines leak you know that they sp- help spread COVID uh, that the vaccines actually give birth to more you know COVID variants that's also false the Delta variant came from India vaccination rates were really low in India all right just to let you know. And uh, so they're, they're spreading a lot of fake news out there. But again, there's a lot of paranoia against the government right now. And they should be because the, the government did lie to you. They, they lied to say, they lied when they said this, this uh, COVID, uh, they lied when they said that this uh, COVID vaccine would stop the spread and it would stop you from getting infected. That's completely false. Um, all it does is stops you from most likely dying. That's what it does. And that's a big thing. And if they would have started with that, that, that would have been a much better narrative. That's really it. So now let's, let's talk about your wedding in Hawaii and COVID. Now, within the next couple of months, our mandates are pretty strict. If you have 25 people or less, uh, uh, I guess 25 people or more in, in, your, in your wedding party, well, you can't have your wedding ceremony going on. Uh, you actually have to have 25 attendants or, or souls. Uh, that, that includes vendors. That's why I don't say guest uh, at your wedding ceremony. That's where, they, that's where they cap it off. So if you, have, um, 20, if you have 37 or 50 or 26 or whatever like that, you may end up having, having to do two ceremonies. All right. Now, there are workaround, workarounds to this because if you get married on the beach or an outside venue that's on the beach and they don't really care, you, kind of, you can pretty much, you know, very much uh, skirt this law successfully. You know, no one's out there. You know, these private estates, they have their, their own little private entrances to beaches. No cops can get there. No one can get there. No one can see what you do. And I'm not going to be the one narking you out because I wouldn't know about it. And even, even if I did, it's not my job. I'm not going to narc you out. I'm not a tattletale, right? 
So, uh, you know, that's a way to get away with it. Um, if you if you move your uh, wedding to a restaurant venue, you can, you can also get away with it because they can ha- they can operate at 50% capacity. That's it. So you can have your wedding indoors um, at a restaurant venue. And if they say if that restaurant venue can hold 50, well, you, 100 people, that means it can hold 50 for COVID. And they can all be standing next to each other. You know, and there's and they'll still be it'll still be uh, um, completely valid. So you could do that too. Operate under you know um, uh, a restaurant umbrella instead of an event umbrella. So that's another way. Do I think these actually these mandates actually work? No, I don't. Not at all. Because what's happening is that um, you, you know what's what's really happening is that it, it, you know it, it doesn't matter. It, it it doesn't make a difference. Like for this past wedding on Friday, we had to, we had to do two ceremonies, twenty five people each, and then right after that, everyone just got together at the luau. It didn't stop anything. It didn't stop anyone from getting together. So what was the point? I mean, really, what was the point? If someone had COVID in there, they were going to give it to everyone. I mean, that's really it. It's going to spread. So and they and and, and let's be very very clear. If if our government really cared about COVID spreading, you know, the case numbers not going up, they would lock down the southern border. Uh, they would stop travel from everywhere. Right now, they would stop travel from the mainland. They would actually really just lock the luau's down, lock these big events down. But they're not doing that. Not at all. The luau's, they're huge, right? But they're not super spreader events. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that really, really amazing? So... Anyway, uh, right now, I think it's just a matter, I think the, the state right now, all they care about is trying to vaccinate as many people as possible, and they're trying to use scare tactics with case numbers, rising case numbers. Uh, they're trying to put out stories there that, that like young kids are actually getting vaccinated, I mean, are actually uh, uh, um, dying of COVID or actually being hospitalized and suffering through COVID. So they're, they're trying to get a lot of these, these young people who, who suffer through COVID, had really bad stories of, of suffering through COVID um, out there and just telling their stories so they get vac- their friends get vaccinated. Um, and, and that's really it. They're just pushing vaccination so they can make sure these hospitals stay empty. And I can see their, I guess, their end game in here. I just don't agree with the means. I really don't. I think you still have to follow the Constitution. And I think that if you just told them, if they just spoke to you, like how I'm speaking to you, um, then I would think, you know, a lot of, a lot more people would get vaccinated. Now, again, do I think you should get vaccinated? I, I really do. I really, really do. You know, I really do for your safety. Um, do I think it's safe? Um, from all what I've read, uh, from what all of, I've seen people experience, yes, I do. I don't know one person who's actually died from the vaccine. But, 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 I do know people have died. Do I think kids should get vaccinated? Absolutely not. Um, this vaccine, these vaccines have been shown to have um, pretty adverse effects with kids, like uh, um, enlarged hearts or hearts or, or heart inflammation. You know, there's actual proof of that. And this vaccine has killed some people. All right. Both. I mean, all the vaccines have killed some people. So it's not safe for everyone. And if you die from these vaccines, which is 100% possible, um, it's a uh, 
you're you're basically winning the wrong lottery. I mean, it's it's sad. It's I mean, it's so rare to die from it, but again, it happens. So it's uh it's just one of those things out there, you know. But um, again, uh, you know, I think uh that's about it. So this is where I I'll end the podcast right now. If you're planning your wedding, I would say stay positive. These surges don't last very long. Um, the hospitalization count should go down dramatically within the next couple of weeks. I think without a, within a month, it, it should be close to zero hospitalizations because people are just going to be getting treated with the Regeneron. And again, um, if you can treat this really well, you really don't even have to worry about vaccination. Now, if you're not, again, going to get vaccinated, just know that if you're traveling between September 13th until November 13th, man, going into restaurants is going to be hell. So I would say, you know, wait until after then or just wait until the case numbers go down because I, I believe the case numbers will go down. Well, not the case numbers, but the hospitalizations will go down. And if we can make a break, like how UK made a break between case numbers and, and deaths, so if, you look at, if you take a look at the UK, their case numbers are just through the roof. But their deaths are lower than the entire United States right now. I mean, you have maybe 10 deaths and then you have about 50,000 infections. It's crazy, right? And those deaths are all, are all among the unvaccinated with underlying conditions, okay? So the vaccines, for some reason, they're working all over Europe. They really, really are. The question is that how do politicians go ahead and start motivating people to get vaccinated, all right? And they shouldn't do it through segregation. They shouldn't do it through lying. They shouldn't do it by just withholding, you know, entertainment stuff. Because again, if they really thought, you know, they're stopping the spread by saying, hey, you know what, you can't go watch movies unless you're vaccinated. Well, that doesn't really work. <laughs> you know, we're all still going to Costco. We're all still going to Walmart and, and, these, and these supermarkets. And it's really, really crowded, by the way. So you're really not stopped. If, if COVID's out there, the Delta variant's out there, it's still going to spread in those areas. You know, they're less likely to spread in movie theaters and restaurants, let's be honest. So they're just trying to get people to get vaccinated. They're trying to say, hey, you know what? You know, if you want to have fun, you have, you have to get vaccinated. That's it. That's really it. All right, people, that's all for this podcast today. I hope it helped you make your choice about whether or not to get vaccinated or not and, and uh, educate you on the whole truth about these vaccines. And uh, that's about it. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQTO Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.